It's episode 38, season 2 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast, the last, the final podcast of this season. My name's Jav, joining me this week, my co-host and chair of Johannesburg Spurs Supporters Club, Nikki Merritt. Hi everyone. And from Zaragoza, I can't pronounce it, Zaragoza, Spain, Merrick Wells. Good to have you back. Hola, thank you very much. Hola a todos. Como estas? Right, season's over. Um, we, we've we've finished third in the table, um, which we would have all taken come the beginning of the season. Third in the table, best finish since um, nineteen ninety. That's what twenty six years ago, um, and uh, we've qualified for the Champions League. So next season, bring on hopefully Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, and other such teams. Ajax maybe Eindhoven. Um, so it's all good, isn't it? Reasons to be careful. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, uh, it, it's. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, can we can we talk about the elephant in the room? Uh, yes, unfortunately, it is tragic. So typically for us that the the last couple of weeks kind of have discoloured the the sepia that is going to be the rose tint on our season because we've had a joyous season. Let's be honest, an absolutely splendiferous nine months of watching football and it's just this last two weeks that we've kind of gone oh bollocks um mm. and that that was really what happened the last day of the season wasn't it oh no uh but i'm not gonna let it upset me i'm not gonna let it upset me um we're a bigger club we're a better club we're we're, we're, we're more classy than uh, our little neighbors down the road who got all very excited um, it is a bit annoying to finish third in the two-horse race, but hey, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. You're right. We did a bit in people's hand off at the start of the season, mm. so I'm cheerful. I, I'm I'm cheerful. Mickey, I genuinely am. Mickey, you're you're always cheerful and and, and positive about Spurs. Um, have you been a yeah, bit bit it, dis- disappointed with the last four matches and and obviously the the performance against Newcastle? Um, I must be honest, I was more disappointed about the performance against Chelsea for reasons I was quite vocal about on on Facebook. But, um, <laughs> but you know, on, on Saturday, it was Saturday. Um, on su- sorry, I, I've, I've lost my days. On Sunday, it was such a high for us because it was the final day of the season and the final match day social for Johannesburg Spurs and we had such a, br- a brilliant turnout. So many new faces joined us and so many of the regular faces joined us and it was just it was just brilliant and it and, and we were so looking forward to as I'm sure you guys were Jeb who mm. travelled to Newcastle. We were so looking forward to such a performance because in my mind there was absolutely no way that they could beat us. And I I, I don't know what happened. We just we just weren't us. We were completely not Tottenham, not the Tottenham we know or have come to know this season. And um, 
Look, um, let's be honest, a few people did leave um, after we conceded the third and fourth goals. And and I was trying to get people to stay and just go, guys, just don't even focus on this result. Just focus on the fact that we are third. I mean, that in itself, if you had asked me in the beginning of the season, I said fifth. I never in my wildest dreams expected third. So can we not just celebrate that? But um, perhaps I'm just too positive because other people were pissed <laughs> off and angry and, you know, just like, can't do this and, and left. And I must admit, thank you to, to all of you that, that, if you're listening, Johannesburg Spurs members that actually stayed and, uh, and just sort of saw it through to the bitter end with us. Um, you know, it's what you do as supporters. You've got to support your team, win, lose or draw. And it may not be pretty at times, but that's what we do. That's what a true supporter does, um, even though you're I, not happy. In the past, in the past, I have left uh, watching a Tottenham game when it's been like a, a, a dead rubber in a, a, a Europa Cup sort of end of the group stage game. I've kind of gone home from the pub and not watched the second half occasionally. I've never walked away from a game apart from those rare circumstances, uh, but I... I did stay watching it until the fifth went in. At that point, I went, "Oh, sod this, sod this." Yeah. Um, and I, I, I did. I think I did. Like Greg, I, I, I pushed my chair away in disgust. Um, and it took me a couple of days to process that that frustration. I was going to ask Javid. I mean, you were there, man. What, what was the crowd? <laughs> what was the crowd like? Okay. I, I, oh, it was. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm going to. Well, okay. Originally, I was. I because we we. we we couldn't get tickets um, in the in the, in the Spurs end. It was difficult. Tickets were very difficult, as you can um, imagine, to, to come by for this game. Because, well, months ago, when I booked my hotel and 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 train ticket back in as far back as February, everybody was envisaging this could be it. We could be going up there. Uh, we could be celebrating the title. We could be feeding the title. Townsend own goal. Townsend own goal. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that wasn't to be. And then, of course, you know, as as we started dropping points and losing matches and, and, and the title wasn't a possibility. Um, as is always the case, unfortunately, some fans um, reached the conclusion that they're not going to attend the match, so tickets become available. So at the 11th hour, I was, as I said, originally I was, a big group of us were, were going up and most of us had tickets in the home end and we were all, you know, how are we going to get by and... Um, get away with not being uh, uh, well p- pretending that we're that, that we're Geordies or, 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 or we're neutrals and, and how, are we, <laughs> how, how are we going to control those emotions I must say that's it's not something I've ever done before um, but because of the circumstances a few months ago thinking that league title might be um, at stake then I was prepared to, to, to fill in the home end now fortunately about literally the day before um, I managed to acquire a ticket on Facebook in the away end um, a chap had one spare, and I met him at twenty to three in Newcastle. Um, did the transaction, and there you go. So I was sat with the away fans, so I didn't have all the pain and discomfort of sitting there with with uh, lots Those of are ju- two words that could have been used very effectively if you'd had that in the homes a home end. I imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pain, discomfort, sat with the Newcastle fans yeah, for that result. Absolutely, um, but I must say, as for the game itself. Um, it just we just felt very early on. I just felt that um, we were a bit slow out of the box, but blocks, and we just defensively we looked a bit. We just looked vulnerable every time they attacked us. And this is bearing in mind we were playing a team that had been relegated 
Um, and I just had that feeling. Mm-hmm. When, when the first goal went in, I thought, we're going to concede the second one. I've never had that feeling about Tottenham all season. But um, it, just, it just didn't feel right. And I'm going to confess, Nicky, when the fifth goal went in, I kicked the chair, sorry, I kicked the seat in front of me with some force and then I walked out of the stadium. I don't know when the fifth goal went in. Was it 10 minutes from, from the end? Or? But just slightly less than 10 minutes to the end, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, 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 the seat in front of me, which, okay, happened to be empty, that got it. Um, it, it got kicked with some force and I just walked out, as, as did countless, countless others. I think that was a turning point for, for, for many. Um, but whilst I was really angry at the time, and speaking to some fans who, you know, were a bit more optimistic and, and, and telling me, you know, you, you can't... You, we, you've got to be really proud that we finished third and, and it's been a fantastic season. And I'm like, yeah, but but but, but the last four matches, we've, we've, we've played really poorly, we've dropped all these points, and, and then it's culminated in this performance. So I was really angry afterwards. But, um, you know, a few days down the line... What, what can you do? What's happened has happened. We, we can sit here and debate about it, about this and that, and whether it's a good season or a bad season, or should, you know, if what if what if Dembele had been available for the match, and what if Ali had been um, available, and all of that. But th- none of that matters. It, what's happened has happened, and actually, third third in the table, best as I said at the outset, best performance, but best best position in twenty six years, qualified for the Champions League. We've we've progressed oh, as a yeah. club. We, we talked about it last time the three of us were mm. together on the pod and we talked about how some of our um, older fans were, were saying that this feels like 1959. It, it doesn't feel like nine. It doesn't feel like a double. It doesn't feel like glory, glory. It feels like close to glory. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that's what it turned out to be. We're, they're yeah. a very young team. They've got stuff to learn. It is very, it's fairly clear. I mean, obviously Dembele, Dembele and Ali not being available had its effect. Uh, it's it, we all knew that we had some fragility and the lack of depth in the squad. Uh, you have your particular opinions about Mason. Um, no, I don't wash to uh, bring those emotion out again. But the fact is, the fact is, um, I think we've learned something, and they've learned something. I also think we, sh- we shouldn't give away the possibility or dismiss the possibility that maybe Poch said to himself, "I'd rather show the fragility, so Levy's going to put some money down." You know, it might end up being... so. We talked about the Leicester City fairy tale starting with the racist gangbang. Maybe our fairy tale actually starts with uh, being absolutely annihilated up in the northeast. Maybe it's the spur that we need. No pun, maybe, no pun intended. <laughs> I, I, just, uh, I, ju- I just think that, um, you know, for me, because I'm generally optimistic, and it's, it's, it's not very often that I the result will get me down. So after the, the game finished and, you know, we managed to get the sound down, I was trying to chat to the members and just because there were lots of miserable looking faces and I'm trying to do the speech and just say, guys, look, you know, look at what we've actually achieved. And um, at that at that moment, I get interrupted by one of the other members who, who they, they come in with like these gifts and they'd, behind my back without my knowledge done a collection and bought me wine and scarves and flowers and and gift vouchers and I was so blown away completely but thoughtful (laughs) because it's all stuff that I like wine scarves (laughs) (laughs) um gift vouchers for my nails I mean it's it's really thoughtful (laughs) so so there I am 
And I'm trying to hold it together because of the emotion of the fact that we've just lost horribly to a team that's been relegated, for goodness sake, okay? <laughs> and that was me. I, I, I managed to get a speech out, but it, and how they understood me, I have no idea because I think I cried the whole way through. And I was just saying, I said that we were going to be fifth because we're not ready, but we're third and we're going to Champions League. So take that and fuck all your negative naysayers. <laughs> You could you could go back to um, uh, to the old uh, Martin Yole impression, isn't it? It stop, stop. <laughs> your Tottenham is not ready. Uh, we know we're not. We know we're not. We know we need to we need to get some more depth over the summer. There's no way we can maintain that kind of challenge and uh, a, a good showing in the Champions League on the squad we've got. We've got a very exciting young team, and we've got some young players coming through. But we need two, three, four. We, we need, look, I hate to say it. You look at some of the other teams' benches. They've got players that could come off and change a game. We tend to have a bench that is players that can do a job to hold out for the next 10, 15 minutes. And we need more. We need, we need people to, to be terrified of who comes off the bench. Okay, so Brian, terrified of who rotates in. But um, Brian Campbell had a question around that, depth-wise. Where, where is this squad weak and who won't make the cut next season? Okay, let's just be... Very brutal here if we have to, and the season's over. Well, you do your rant about Mason, and shall, then we'll catch shall up. I, shall I? Okay. <laughs> um, look, I think um, I think generally that the, the the back back players I wouldn't change. I think um, Larice, uh, good goalkeeper, and there have been one or two occasions this season where he has made mistakes, um, and there are areas where. He needs to work on his distribution um, uh, in terms of... I have been less less confident in him this season than I was uh, towards the second half of the season than I was last season. Yeah. He is brilliant, but you're right. He had Distribution can be poor. And he last couple of weeks, it's like he he watched balls go into the net a couple of times. He made some very bizarre decisions. Okay, but... but very bizarre but, decisions. But, but, but aside, aside for, from that criticism, would you, you wouldn't change him, I presume. I'd still let him sleep with my wife. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Um, look, look. I, I think, I think that I'd sleep with his. I'd sleep with his. It's a fair trade. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, that's unfinished. I think that um, I've lost Fred. Um, Larice isn't okay. Larice isn't isn't going anywhere. Um, just. Just, just so um, he can sleep with Merrick's wife um, for that reason. No. Um, he's, she doesn't he, listen. It's fine. It's okay. really fine. Okay, cool. Um, he's no, he's he's put put, put on his He's he's made a few mistakes, and and but but no, none of that is any reason to, to get rid of him. The fullbacks, I think Danny Rose um, has, has been a star all season. It's Davis, been exceptional. Yeah. Um, good on study. Trippier and Walker, um, Toby, Jan, Vimmer, all good. Um, I would. I'd like um, another centre back. Another centre back. Get rid of Fazio um, permanently, yeah. and get another centre back. Yeah. Um, the midfield. This is where it gets interesting. Okay, let, let, we'll come back to the midfield. Um, up front, <laughs> up front. Harry Kane. Um, Just uh, some more. Some more would be nice. Another striker. We need another. Yeah. We need. We need another striker. We've already established that. So we're talking about a striker um, and a centre back for Fazio. I'd say two. I'd say two. Two, two strikers. We need, we need I would say you'd, you need someone who's prepared to rotate with Kane or occasionally be there as a, as a foil, as a partner. And a third, a younger player who's prepared to uh, get some minutes in um, the Carling Cup, uh, some you know 
build and develop through because um, we've been very lucky this season. Kane has has gone through with, you know, apart from his cracked nose or cheekbone, whatever it was, yeah. he's pulled through okay. But we can't rely upon that. Okay, so and we can't rely upon another player blending in. So, so we've, got, we've got to have a little bit more depth. Potentially, what we're, what, we're, what we're saying is somebody, for example, stri- striker-wise, I'm just throwing out a name, I'm not suggesting, but someone that Nicky's talked about before. So, for example, yeah. somebody like Lukaku, um, and then somebody like the lad that we were linked to earlier this season, the other Moussa Dembele. Somebody that's one for the future. But hasn't he, Someone like that, but he's already been signed, hasn't he? he, he he's done... Somebody, somebody, some, somebody yeah. like that. That's one for the future. But, that, but, but that's why we got occasionally come into the team. That's what Mitchell's going to do, yeah. though, isn't it? We can sit there and spout names. He'll probably come up with someone where no one's thought of. Or we've, it's on our periphery, and um, and, and that will be fine. So yeah, uh, it, we just need more. We just need more up front. Okay. Um, the, the, the other... I, I I have a bugbear. I I know you have a bugbear about Mason. I have a bugbear about Son. I. <laughs> He, I still feel that he flatters to deceive. I still feel that he he plays a bit like a nine-year-old in the playground. He's very excited. He's, he's he loves it when he gets the ball. Uh, he looks good, but he seems to have a limited vision in terms of passing and um, likes to snatch a, 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 a chance at goal. Um, Merrick, I've, I've, sure. I've got a sense of deja vu here because just it's by, by complete coincidence, I was I was listening back to the last podcast yeah. that, you, that you that you were on, which happened to be with with myself and Nikki back in February, so three months ago, and um, I've no I said idea. The same thing. You said exactly the same thing. Um, for what yeah. it's, for what it's worth, can more of you see it now? Can more of you see it now? Yes, but but it's it's his first, it's his first season, and and look, Lamella yes. took took some time to settle, yes. and so what, I suppose yes. what what uh, I don't want to get rid of him. I just yeah. think he's not he he's not a first tier player. Mm. He he is but definitely a, he's I, a bench player. Okay, I, I think I think that we need to give him a little bit more time. This was his first season. Agreed, he was um, injured at one stage. Look how Lamella's come good. He needs to bulk up a little bit. So he needs to get into the gym. Exactly the same thing they've done with Lamella. And yep. I think that he has got a footballing brain in the terms of look at what he's achieved for, for his country So and other teams that he's played for. So there is, there is talent there. We just need to work out how it's going to fit in with our team. We need they, the potch effect. Potch they didn't we... buy him for nothing, so yeah, we exactly. need to give him some time. I, I, yeah. I think I think that's a bit harsh. And and sorry, Jave, I know you you're trying to get through something that you're trying to say. I'm just going to go on the record and say I think that Chadley's days are numbered. Okay, it's, it's funny because you can read well, them. You, yeah. You've been obviously doing these pods quite a bit because I was I was going to let me let, let me just that. let me just clarify. I I don't want to get rid of Son. I'm not saying that. I, I just feel that. Um, he is, as you've been saying, he's not quite the product that we know and we can see he has flashes of. I'm, I'm looking forward to him next season, but I do, I do get, I get the wobbles when I see him named in the starting lineup. Okay, look, the the the, the jury's out, out on him, Ben. Okay, he'll, he'll either continue to flatter to deceive, or he'll, or he'll come good. Um, and if he comes good. Hey. I've spent the season eating my words about Eric Dyer, so I hope he comes... I want him to come good, you know? (laughs) That's the way it works. But Chadley, Chadley. Chadley, okay, let's... Before we come to central midfield, let's explore those... um, The the three, the the three that play behind um, 
Kane at the moment. So you've got Lamella, he's still going to be there, I presume. Ericsson, he's still going yeah. to be there. And Deli Ali. They seem to be the ones which are now picked consistently. They seem to be Pochettino's first choices. Then if you drill down, we've got Sun, who we've talked about. We've got Clinton and G, again, a bit of an unknown quantity, missed large parts of the season. And then you've got Chadley. Now, bless him, I, I like Chadley. Um, I think that certainly yeah. last season, um, there were times, um, particularly up until about Christmas, he was doing really well, Christmas of the New Year. And yep. then his father passed away and he was, he was out of the team and he, it took him a while to get back into the, into the groove. And this season, I just, everything, I know he hasn't played regularly, but every time he's come in the team, I just don't think he's... Um, it's, it's, done much. Yeah, he hasn't done much. And also, look, yes, he might come good next season, but ultimately what we're saying is we want to progress to the, to the next level. And some players, yeah. unfortunately, even if we like them and even if they've done us good in the past, they're not going to be good enough and we need to strengthen. And I think that I would be happy if um, if we sold Chadley, for example, and we bought somebody of better quality that could put pressure on Ericsson and, Agreed. and Agreed. Lamella and and you know somebody like for example I, I don't like to use this as an example but for example Eden Hazard a few years ago in his pomp um, and he's still actually a very good player but I just despise despise him because of who he plays for and and the comments that he said but for example somebody of that quality that sort of playmaker that sort of creative player um, well, I, really I think good. I think that's the reason. To, to, I mean, to, to segue slightly, just ever so slightly, very briefly. That's the reason why Arsenal and Chelsea fans are are loving it and lapping it up so much at the moment. They're, they're scared of us. They see the fact that they now see the fact that players like Hazard, Willian, whatever he's called, uh, those those talents that were were scouted by us, that we were in the mix in the past. It's not that clear cut decision that they would automatically go to Chelsea or Arsenal now. They, you know, you look at our team. Look at where it's going. And look at the project that's developing. You know, all of the um, the, uh, the the ex pros are saying the same thing. They're saying, you know, Tottenham are, are on their way up, and we are going to be much more in the mix for players like Hazard, the next generation of them, this summer. It's going to be a genuinely exciting transfer window for us. On on Chadley, I think I think the clincher for him, personally, uh, for him personally, I mean is that uh, he didn't get into the Belgium squad for the Euros. Mm. And I think that will have him looking elsewhere to try and get regular football. Uh, yeah, he needs... Tragically, when he turns it on, he's been, he's been delightful. And I will, you know, and, and I know it, we, we're going to talk about our favourite goals later. I, I do have a little reference to his goal against Crystal Palace, mm. which was totally overshadowed by Deli Ali's master yeah. LA-style moment. But I mean, he has when he when he's on form, when he's good, he's brilliant. But that's the Tottenham yeah. of old. That's the Tottenham of old. Okay. Giving giving a player leeway for having lulls in their performance. Now we need people who are on the ball, who are fighting for places, and who are always going to play that the highest standard to keep in the mm. team, not just turning on for three minutes. Yeah. I love him, but you're right. He's he's on the list. He's on the list. Love you, NASA. Yeah. Look after yourself. <laughs> And he's, and he's a hit with the ladies, but that's neither here nor there. Um, okay, set, central, finally central midfield. So um, Dembele and, and, and Dyer, um, they are pivotal to our season. But after that, when you start to scratch the surface, um, Bentelab um, has been injured for large parts of this, this season. Um, and 
I hope that he comes back next season and 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 shows glimpses of, of what he did for us last season. Um, yes. The two that I, I, think... I need more than glimpses, Javad. I need more than glimpses from from, from all players, let alone him, just him. The, the, more than glimpses. The two that um, that I think should be moved on. One of them is Tom Tom Carroll. Um, I think that he's quite a tidy player, um, good with his passing, but I just don't think he's strong enough, and he's not an imposing figure. And the other one is Ryan Mason, who um, I just don't no. think he's, don't think he's no. good enough. Um, you surprised it, me. Um, if, if you look at the stats um, when he's played this season, um, we haven't done particularly well. I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not just talking about the, the, the last few, few matches. And look, he served us well last year. He said him and Bentalab they were an integral part of that midfield. They served us well. But even back then, if we were honest, that was probably an area that we wanted to strengthen. Now, yeah, uh, twelve months ago, we were crying out for a, um, a defensive um, midfield player. Um, as it happens, we've got Eric Dyer, and then we've also got Moussa Dembele, who I had written off, um, and because I was just continuously frustrated by him. And suddenly, we've got, we didn't purchase any midfield players, central midfield players, and suddenly we've got these two amazing players. But when those two players are missing, I just don't feel. I think we look weak and we look vulnerable. So I would be ha- happily happy if we shipped Carol and Mason and bought one or maybe two players of better quality. I, I would say. Yes. I would say. Um, as a kind of uh, obituary to their Tottenham careers, if that's the case, um, Mason has been a wonderful story. He is someone who's overcome substantial injury. We we look him, look upon him as a as a young player because he's only just broken through the last couple of seasons. He's had a horrific litany of injuries. That's probably enough of an indicator in itself. But um, Carol, I've got a soft spot for Carol. I, I think he's I think he's a, an old school Tottenham player. Uh, and that's probably enough of a reason to sell him on. We don't want to be old school anymore. Mm. We want we want to have steel. We want to have malice. Yeah. We want to have determination. We want to win. We don't want to just. It's not in. Uh, it, we are at the cusp of winning and being entertaining, and that mm. would be the perfect combination. And Carol, you're right. Just hasn't got the speed, the insight, and the bulk, the power to hop to to to, to and. Like Dembele is extraordinary on the ball, the, his physical presence, and he has been a complete transformation, a revelation, um, and and we can all see it. We we, we we are all fans, but we are spouting the obvious because we can see it. It's plain in front of our face when Dembele, Dembele and Ali are not there, and and Dyer. That's our that's our spine. That's our spine. Um, and yeah. we, we've seen our central defenders can can swap in and out. Our, our fullbacks can swap in and out. Uh, but we need that midfield to be tight. The question is, uh, well, who do we go on? Go on. Look, go on, sorry. Uh, sorry, just just talking about the fullbacks. I mean, we missed Rose on Sunday, big yes. time. I'm yes. sorry, uh, Davies did not do it for me at all. We miss Rose. Yes, he's improved. I think he's improved in leaps and bounds defensively because that was always a problem for him. He wasn't very good defensively. And I think he still has his moments, but he certainly has grown as a player. Going forward is... He has a hunger this year. A hunger. Completely. And, And that is something that I love about him. So for me... I've never been a big Davies fan, and and yes, while while he has done his thing when they've when they've been interchanged, I don't know if he's got what it takes um, going forward. Bearing in mind that you know it's Champions League, guys, 
And, and, and yeah. the premiership games are not easy either. Any team can beat any team on their day. I keep saying this. I don't know if Davis has got what, it's, that, what that, it takes. That's a fair point. But putting you on the spot, though, Nikki, um, if are you saying that we should buy another left back and sell Davis, um, or and even if that's something that we may eventually do, is that is that necessarily a priority in the summer? No, 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 you're right. It's not a priority. I think in the midfield, we need backup for for Ali, we need backup for Dembele, and we need backup for Dyer. Mm. Those are our three weak areas. Okay, just just one other thing. Before, and a striker. And a striker. One and a striker, thing, obviously, one other, obviously. One other thing <laughs> before we move it on. Obviously, we've got players like Pritchard who... Who was injured and hardly featured at all, and, and that was one of the players that we were looking forward to seeing. There's young Harry Winks, um, Josh Onoma, um, and I think there are, there are other players as well that, that are coming through. Of, the, of those mentioned, somebody like Harry Winks, I hope he gets loaned out because if he's not going to play first team football, if he's not going to get the opportunities at Spurs, then I hope that he gets loaned out to another Premiership team and get some experience because that, that can only serve us well um, going forward. Um, on yes. on this front, on this front, we are we are fans, and we're not fans with uh, that much of an insight. I mean, most of us here would put our hands up and uh, say, you know, windy, windy uh, is, is our is our insight and knowledge. Um, I, I do like the, the chat that's coming out of of the youth side, um, and I and I don't just mean in this generation. I mean in terms of what they're building for future generations. There, I guarantee you, there is there are names. That we don't even know yet, but are going to uh, be on our backs in in five years, six years. Uh, we've got the facilities, we've got the setup. People talk about the way things are working in that academy setup in, in very, very excited ways, and the yeah. future's bright. The future's it genuinely is. It genuinely is. Young players are going to want to come to our club. Absolutely, bring yep. it on. It's our Agreed. time. It's um. our time. So just, oh, I'm having a deja vu moment, my darling. <laughs> oh, it's happening again, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's our, Nikki, it's our, it's our responsibility. You know, Jav calls me and you in to sort of g people up and get them all happy again. That's that's our job. What happened to the golden? I, I've never, I've never been, I've never been on a pod when we've talked about a win. Scrappy draws, scrappy draws and defeats. Bring Merrick in. We'll make people feel better. Lines, Merrick. Um, anyway, right. Um, let's, let's, oh but, no, the golden line. I'm just going to hold that for next season. It's fine. Bivy Glog. Um, Samuel asks, "What do we need to do?" Hashtag this, mistake. What do we need to do this summer in order to win silverware next season? Will we sort of address that in terms of personnel. Win football games. Yeah, just be more consistent. <laughs> I think. Look, we, we've yeah. we've made progress, and now we're building from a strong base. So I think that if we get the right personnel in the in the summer, then that should stand us in good stead. Um, it's funny we've always complained about the fact we can't close out against uh, the teams at Parker Bus. Uh, we we get beat on the break. You know the small teams we shouldn't be losing against. Um, this year we've ironed that out a great deal. And and to be fair, let's look at it. We thumped some of the big teams. We have thumped mm. them. We have held our position and survived. We have tonked some teams. I mean, I know the question's coming up earlier on. Yeah, favorite favorite moment of the season. Beating, uh, beating Man City twice. Oh. Dilly, like, <laughs> home we'll, we'll, and away. We'll come, we'll come to the, 
we'll, 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 we'll look at um, look back at the season in, 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 the, in the second half of the pod. Um, let's just just go through these questions because um, we've, we've we've got quite a few from listeners, and and I'd like to get get, get them read out and and get them addressed. Um, Chris Cal asks, "Will we regret being the club, being the big club we're about to become? How will we attract the right kind of support, or will we just might?" Mirage are neighbours. I'm not sure I understand the question. <laughs> I think that I think that I suppose what he's trying to say is that we, we you know, as you as a, as a club, if you become more um, successful, you, you start to attract, unfortunately, a lot of plastic fans and a lot of fair weather fans. Um, and then okay, all right, go on, let, go on, Nikki, go on. Let, That's let, how let, I read Let this. me say. Okay, let me say what I'm going to say right now. I think us fans who have always stuck by Tottenham are the ones that know that we're a big club. We know that we are. We don't have to worry about anything else. And I think anybody that's going to maybe change their allegiance and, and come over to Tottenham, more often than not, are going to be the youngsters. And they are the most impressionable ones. So they are the ones who are going to see what's happening in football and go, ooh, I really like what Tottenham are doing. That's the kind of team I want to support. And they are going to become Tottenham for life people. So I don't see that we'll get the plastic ones. The plastic ones belong to those other clubs because all they do is flash their mouths off and flash their money around. Tottenham's not like that. We're full of class. So we will attract class. And and if somebody doesn't want to stick around because they feel that we're not doing what needs to be done or we're not spending enough money, they will disappear very, very fast. Um, but I don't think you'll see plastic fans around for a very long time if we get any at such. We haven't. We don't attract plastic fans. But plastic fans. We have plastic suits. I don't think That's we it. do. It, it, this is it. This is it. Um, no, interestingly, uh, I mean, maybe yeah, Nikki out in, in Johannesburg. I'm here in Spain. You know, I teach a lot of uh, teenagers. It's been noticeable the turn up in conversation, um, just casual conversation in class with, with, with these teenagers in Spain. They're not talking about Hazard and Chelsea. They're talking about Tottenham. They are. They, mm. they're, they're, uh, it, it's the... It's the team, almost almost unanimously, uh, most of the, the kids and the, and even the adults I talk to out here are saying, uh, we played the best football, they're excited by us. There's um, obviously Real Madrid fans and Barcelona fans saying Deli Ali should play for them. Um, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, the, I, the plastic fan thing is a misnomer. It, it, it's people out in Hong Kong wearing shirts. Um, it, it's it's a market strategy. You're not going to get plastic fans in a stadium unless you invite tourists. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's as it's simple as that. I'm not. Point. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Mm. Okay. Um, cut me. Cut me. Cut me. I don't bleed. A couple pours out. That's what happens. It's fine. <laughs> right. Question from Carol Hayward. Um, she says, "Do you think any of the big clubs, um, home or abroad, will come in for any of our players? If so, who?" And do you think our players would be tempted? Um, if I'm going to be honest, I can't see anybody anybody that we anybody that we want. I don't. I can't see will leave the club. I think the players that that we don't want will be moved on. I want to make a public service announcement to all the Tottenham fans out there. <laughs> it's going to be a long summer. You're going to see the stuff we've seen. That the the vitriol 
we've seen from the press uh, against us is only going to continue. You're going to see constant stories about players leaving. Believe me, in the pot, any player that he doesn't want will go. Players that he wants will stay. But, I mean, if, if Ericsson leaves, if Eric, for example, that's, that's the latest talk, isn't it? The, the swirling rumour that he'll go to Juventus. Why would he want to go to Juventus? It's fine. The only thing I could think of is money. And frankly, frankly, if you have players who want money and not to put on the shirt and win glory, they ain't Tottenham. It's as simple as that. Exactly. It's, it's as simple as that. Um, yep. I, I am going to try very hard to avoid uh, looking at newspapers over the summer. I just want to see uh, photos of um, tanned, exciting Sorry, young players exactly. holding hold, holding shirts with their name on going, yeah. I, I want to play with Poch, and, and that'll be it. Because we're going to see some really exciting people, people we don't really know of. I, I'm not... Go on. Well, well, sorry, if you could see me, you'd see me shaking my head vigorously, uh, nodding my head vigorously, because I agree with what Merrick's saying yet again. I mean, it's just ridiculous, Merrick. <laughs> I always yeah, tend to agree with you. Uh, how does your wife do it? She doesn't agree with you, I agree with you. It's because we don't live in the same country. Um, but, same way to be. But, <laughs> no, but I absolutely agree. If somebody wants to leave, and it's because of more money, um, then they don't belong in a Tottenham shirt. If they want to leave because they want more game time and they don't feel like they're getting enough game time, they're probably not integral to our squad anyway. They're welcome mm. to go. Okay. I don't I do agree with what Javid said. If Pochettino wants them, no club is gonna lure them away. And I don't think that the likes of Manchester United, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal I don't think any of those clubs would appeal to any of our players because they're not the big name that they once appeared to be or were perceived to be, even though the press still keeps blowing smoke up their asses all the time. We are a big name. We're a big club. Tottenham is arriving. And this more is the club that they want to be at. <laughs> I, I was going to say, sorry, I just wanted to interject very quickly. What was the name of, was it the right back from Manchester United, the Dutch the Dutch 18-year-old sort of like a heavyweight boxer, the impressive guy that we played against us at Whitehall Lane. And once he was subbed off, we we opened the floodgates. Uh, and it's always a nice thing to say, we opened the floodgates against Manchester United. I just like repeating that. Um, there was this kind of chat, but, you know, on the Facebook group, we were saying, oh, I like the look of him. And, you know, in, in the past, in the past, it would be that kind of person, that kind of player, people would say, oh, he'll be off to Manchester United. And we're in a situation yeah. saying... We, we're the big club. We've got Champions League football. We're going places. We've got the coherent project. We're the club that people yes. are going to be looking at. <laughs> exactly. We're the club that be. There, there'll be young players, Javid, around the world telling their agent, "Get me there. Get me there. I want. I want, want to be to there." Tottenham. Yes. And that's why they're scared. And you know what? The the, the 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 one person that we haven't mentioned in the room, the one person that that I would have been worried about losing in the summer, possibly. I'm not really worried, but but the, Pochettino. Pochettino. We've that's the biggest signing uh, of the whole summer. We've secured his services. He's he signed a two-year contract extension, and I I, okay, okay. And I think that it follows that everybody will, will will want to play. And they've come out and said it. Hugo Lloris said it um, a few weeks ago. They've all said it. Yeah. yeah. They've all said it. Did any of you at ever stay at any stage honestly think that he wasn't going to stay? No, honestly. No, but 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 he's a good manager, and he's going to be. He's 
put it this way, if Harry Kane is linked with, for me, this is just a personal thing, if Harry Kane is linked with, um, and he will be over the summer, if he's linked with Manchester United or, or whoever, Real Madrid, I'm, I'm not worried, I'm not concerned in the slightest. I just can't see it happening for a number of reasons. Um, the same goes with Eriksen and, and whoever else. Um, with Pochettino, I do think that he'll stay, but, but I did I did think that, but I, he's the one that I would get slightly nervous about just just by if he was meant if he was mentioned in the context of a very big big job, depending on who it is. So, for instance, if one day, and I'm sure it will happen, one day if he's linked with the Argentina. Um, national team post um that's the only job i'm worried about that's the only job i'm worried about with poch uh, I, I mean that very seriously um that's the one that's yeah. the one it's, it's obvious it's his dream it's his dream and he wants to get there uh, okay, okay we have to watch how they do over the um their, their next run is it the south american cup and if they do badly and they start looking at him then i'd get a little bit nervous yeah but, but remember guys he's he's still a young guy there's yeah. still many years for him to get there and i think for him this is, a pers- this is a personal thing for him now in order to make us champions, in order to build something very special at the club. He wants to be there. I, I can almost guarantee it. I think he wants to be there with the opening of our new stadium. This is an exciting time for Tottenham. And he I don't wants a dynasty. He wants to be anywhere else other than with us and watch yep. us grow and become the club and become the name that everybody talks about. Yes. Great. Okay. Um, we're going to look. We're going to look, look. I'm going to. We're going to look back on 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 the season um, in a bit, and and there's a couple more questions. Um, before we do, for the final time this season, here is Bex with her Spurs ladies update, um, which, by the way, was recorded on Sunday the um, Sunday the eighth of May, um, because we've we've had a couple of podcasts since then, um, midweek midweek podcasts interviewing the Spurs ladies and. Uh, and uh, last week uh, I interviewed um, Kat Laws and Martin Clay from Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, but, it, but it's, it's been a while for one reason or the other since we've had a sort of regular post-game podcast. So this was recorded on the 8th of May. Here is Bex with her final Spurs Ladies update. Hello, it's Bex with my final season update on what the Spurs Ladies have been up to. Just in case anybody was unaware, Javid and I went to interview manager Karen Hills and keeper Tony Ann Wayne midweek. The podcast is still there. If you fancy a listen of that, it was a really good interview. This afternoon, the girls played for the Women's Premier League FA Cup at Coventry. They played Cardiff City. First half goal got by Bianca Baptiste. But unfortunately, Cardiff equalised dead on half-time. Neither team could make a breakthrough through the second half, so that meant the game again went to extra time. So the excitement of extra time was we had a goal disallowed for offside, justifiably so, having seen the video. And of course, substitutions were made throughout the game. Cardiff made all three substitutions, then had a player go off injured, which meant they were down to 10. Then at the very last uh, gasp of the match, pretty much, Maya Vio scored the second and the winning goal. So congratulations to the Spurs ladies. They come away with two cups for this season. What a season for them. Additionally, it was Keeper Tony Alwayne's birthday, so what a great way to celebrate your birthday. Rihanna Subadu was named Player of the Match, but she said afterwards that any of the girls could have got that, as it was very well deserved. So that's it for me for this season. I will be back when the ladies' season starts again. Um, 
sometime not actually dissimilar from when the men's senior team starts. I'll let you know. Until then, have a good summer. Welcome back. Thank you, Bex, as, as ever. And congratulations, obviously, once again to the Spurs ladies for beating Cardiff 2-1 in the FA Women's Premier League Cup final. Yeah, well done, ladies. Excellent. Right. Excellent job, ladies. Before we move on to some more questions and, and looking back at the season, very briefly, Merrick, um, you've been doing some stuff which is not Spurs related, um, but it's all podcast NSR. related. NSR. NSR. Well, it will technically is Spurs related. Um, as you know, I'm out here in uh, Zaragoza. I have been for a while. Um, I do some English language podcast uh, work anyway for students who need to practice their English. And we've recently, uh, well, we went on a way day with all of the expats who support Real Zaragoza, and we decided to make it into a podcast. So we're starting a podcast uh, about football, and it's called um, From the Halfway Line. And the first episode is called White Noise, and it's about uh, taking someone who's never been to football before to a football game. Uh, but included in that are interviews with Real Zaragoza fans, and they do express their opinions about the mighty Tottenham. Okay, so we've, we've, got a, we've got a small extract of that, which I'm just going to play now. So it's, it's from the halfway line. So far today, I've heard Ronaldo is a wanker repeated over and over again to different tunes. And I agree. I t- totally agree. But I just don't know why we have to say it so many times and sing it also. You know, it's just a fact. Do you know who Ronaldo is? Yeah, he's the guy that cuts my hair. Half an hour gone. Do men feel one? Zaragoza two. Ben, ben looks mildly shocked. We had a good view of that, didn't we? Yeah, I, I didn't really see what happened, but um, I have to say, I was at the time I was very surprised because a chica passed passed me, and it looked like she had three cups of beer, and I was like, where did she get them from? You're not allowed beer in here. Great, thanks. And when's that going to be um, available to listen to, Merrick? When I finish editing it. <laughs> is there a 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 is there a, is there a, is there a, um, a publication or a provisional date? Uh, I, I want to try and get it out uh, next week. Um, I've got to sit. I mean, I've got I've got some stuff happening at the moment. I've got um, three, well, four gigs next week with, with uh, my my various different bands. So maybe next week or the week after. Um, Zaragoza in a very interesting place. They're fighting for promotion back to La Liga um, as well, and I'm hoping to try and make to make another home game. And we're also going to do a series of podcasts over the summer during about the Euros. And uh, I hope everybody who's interested will catch a little bit of a flavour of of what it's like and what Spanish people think of. Uh, Tottenham and, and English football and all of that. Um, it is a quite an interesting flavour, to be fair, Jeff, very quickly. Um, and a, uh, the, and a, we all know what an away day feels like, but a, a Real Zaragoza or a, a Spanish away day for a bunch of expats has a bit of an international feel because you have uh, Irish, Scots, you know, Everton, Liverpool, Newcastle, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea fans all together supporting the same team. So the banter and the chat... It's still very much uh, the same as it would be, but then we all come together and support the uh, the same team as well. And and the game against Numantia was incredibly entertaining, which is highly unusual for Real Zaragoza. 
so yeah two weeks hopefully cross fingers it will be about i'm hoping to edit it in down to 45 minutes or half an hour which is the challenge good luck and that's that. why i'm at yeah. Um, okay, I'm looking forward to to, to l- listening to that. Okay, it was um, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We've got we've got one or two questions and and a few things I want, I want to get through quickly. So, um, looking back at the season as a whole, um, just re- re- reflections on on that. I'm going to ask each of you very quickly for things like favorite player, favorite goal, that sort of thing. Um, start off with a question from Michael O'Connell. Um, and we're going to start off with a sort of rather negative, but we'll, 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 we'll move into the positive. So Michael O'Connell says, in a great season overall, at the, st- at the start, I'd have snatched your hand for third, which is what, what we said at the outset. What was the worst result and what was the worst performance? Oh, they're different things, aren't they? Not, um, not necessarily. Could be the same. <laughs> well, my, well, I'm going to, I'm literally, I'm going to call a slight thing and just say, I'm going to dismiss the Newcastle game. Because obviously the Newcastle game was the worst result and possibly the worst performance, but I would like I, I just but it, it's so it, it's, it's a freak, so it's a freak, diff- freak event, I guess. Freak, it's a freak event exactly. In, yep. in a season where we only let in two goals, what twice, and suddenly we, we let in five at the end to a relegated team. I I would say the worst result was the one nil loss against Leicester. That was the moment um, that I thought that maybe we weren't going to you know, privately. I thought that was a, a big, big thing. I didn't say it publicly because I'm all about the yay. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> and I would say the West Ham game, the away game yeah. at West Ham was the worst mm. performance. Okay. Nikki? Newcastle result aside. Yeah. No. That's, that's yeah. 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 Actually, that's fair. Um, I, I, I can't add, add to that. I actually agree with Merrick. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to go um, up until the Newcastle result. I was going to say West Ham in terms of performance. Um, unfortunately, I think the Newcastle result has, put, has sort of overshadowed that, and 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 and, and it's probably the worst one um, in terms of worst results. Um, again, probably West Ham because that night, if we'd won that match, we would have gone mm. top of the table, albeit on goal difference, but. Yep. Yeah, um, you know that. Yeah, that, that's that. That could have changed the whole course of the course of the season. Not just because it would have put us in there. It might have unsettled Esther. It might have ga- give, given us that extra um, oomph. But Push. you know yeah. that it, it it wasn't to be. Okay, um, who's your favourite player, Nikki? You've got to pick one, and I know it's easy to say we've had lots of stars, but you've got to sit, pick one player. <gasps> Damn, that was my answer. Danny Rose. Danny Rose. Okay. I've I've loved Danny Rose for many many years, and he's just like, I'm just so proud of what he's accomplished this season and how he's come so far under Pochettino. And um, he's a regular starter. He, you know, when we see he's on the team sheet, it's like, yeah, Danny's there. We missed him on on Sunday. It's like. Where's Danny? So for me, it's Danny Rose. I'm really so proud of him. Okay, um, Merrick. Uh, well, I was going to be a bit more verbose <laughs> and say, and what was the is it uh, the the Tottenham film about the, the girls watching uh, the, the double winning team? Oh, those glory, glory, the, the glory, glory nights, yeah. isn't it? The, no, the glory, glory days. Both. And uh, and and she she lists off you know the first eleven uh, like it's uh, you know like it's good fine wine and, and she says it every name with passion and literally 
I know it's a cliche, but this season we've talked about, you know, man of the match in times, and I've just said all of them, all of them. That first yeah. eleven, that starting eleven, have it. We are a unit. We are a unit. We are a team, and we have some exceptional players in there, and some exceptional performances have been done. I can't. It's like asking me Sophie's choice. I'm sorry, I can't, Jeff. It's 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 a team. That's it's the band bottling it. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know who's Jeff. I know who Jeff's is. I know Ryan who Jeff's is. Ryan Mason. Ryan no, Mason. Yeah. It's, um, it's on the barrel. He's got Toby Love. He's got I think Toby you're, you're Love. both. You're oh, both right. Join me. Join me. You're, I've you're, got Toby Love as well. You're both right. Astonishing. Um, uh, it's a, it's a toss between Toby Alderweireld and and Mason Dembele. Out of I was a fan of before he joined. Before he joined us, I became an even bigger fan of fan of um, him when 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 he put on the, the Lily White, and I've been really impressed with him all season. And he's got a cool haircut. Um, as I said, I th- on the yeah, very, you're very right. Well, no, I think he's been the best the best signing of the season, not just for Tottenham. I mean, in in, in the Premier League, I think he's been an absolute uh, revelation. But then Musa, I mean Musa, you know, I've had to eat humble pie, and and he's he's. We've really missed him um, when he's yep. not played. Yep. Um, in, in, okay, that, in that case, while we're doing that, very quickly, I will I will put myself up on the humble pie plinth and do a bit of deja vu again and say, Eric Dyer, uh, I, I didn't think he was going to be the defensive midfielder when we, we talked about the Manchester United game at the start of the season. Uh, I, I, the quote I said was, what does Poch see? I was wrong. He is now, quite frankly, he's now probably a consistent starter for England for the next seven, eight years. He, he he's mm. he's a phenomenon. He is. Yeah. I, I think I related him in Facebook. Right? He's um, he's he's our new. Um, oh, Vega, I'm going to forget a name now. He's he, he's he's the new solid linchpin at the middle of the heart of the team. He he is the meat. He's the steel. He's the Roy Keane, yeah. the Makaleli, the yeah yeah. Okay. Um, no, 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 wait. No, 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 no. He's the Mackay. He's the Dave Mackay. He's the Dave Mackay. Yeah. Um, Toby. Right, Toby. No, Nikki. Nikki, what do you want to say? We're getting all carried away. Yes, you are. This one, this one is especially for Greg Taylor because I've got to eat humble power when it comes to this guy and that is Lamella. He had been astounding for us this season i couldn't stand him i said he was a headless chicken get him off the pitch salem blah, 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 whatever oh my god lamella it's like when lamella's not playing it's, oh my god he's another one where, where is he we need him maybe not as integral as the others that we've mentioned but he is a very important part and he has really really sort of shown us his worth and I think he's only going to get better so Greg Taylor that one is for you well look at look at what we've said there therefore each one of us have eaten humble pie about a player we had doubts about and we've all agreed that Toby is phenomenal we haven't mentioned Ali Ericsson Kane and they've all put in uh, basically performances that would warrant the winning of the supporters player of the year I go back yes. to my response all uh, the first 11 have you can't pick between them it's the unit that no. works yeah. And, and, and it's been amazing. I know we're upset and disappointed after those last three games, but it has been a beautiful season to be a Tottenham fan. Absolutely. Um, Favourite signing of the season? Alderville. Alderville. Yeah. I don't think there's any discussion on that, is there? <laughs> no, not, not well. There's there's, a, there's another one that comes to mind, Nicky. Ellie. Dali Ellie. Yeah, Dali Ellie. Oh, the other one. Well, he was Ellie. he was technically last season, wasn't he? Because he was loaned back to MK Dons. That's what I was working on. Pedant. 
okay. I'm an English teacher. Oh. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, Next yeah, question. for me, for, for me, Toby as well. Um, right, favorite favorite goal of the season. Okay, now now the reason I'm going to say it's this goal, and and there are many goals. Okay, the only reason I'm going to say this goal is because of the way that the the team celebrated with the fans after this goal was scored because it was so integral and important to us, and that was Sun's goal. Remember that little back flick? Okay, well, yeah, that, yeah. that was on my short list. That against was on my Watford, short list. Yeah. against Christmas, Watford on the 20, yeah. 28th of December. Yeah. I, I mean, I can still see, I can close my eyes and I can still see Jan Fertongen, who, by the way, has also been phenomenal this season and he's yes. up to his game because up, of definitely. Toby. Completely. And, and, and Jan, who is normally so cool and so you don't even see him smile, the way he was banging his head with this with this fan in the stands. I mean, it, it's just one of the most amazing visions and something that gives me goosebumps every time I watch it. So for me, that just showed me how the fans were 100% behind Tottenham and it vice versa. It does encapsulate the season, doesn't it? It encapsulates yeah, the fear. Moment, that moment was quite special. I, I agree. Mm. Again, Jav, I I had a short list. <laughs> I, had a, I couldn't I couldn't bring it down to one. No, it's been one of those surprise. seasons. Um, if you had a short list, and surely in that short list there would have been a number one. What's oh the- well, I, I was surprised. Oh, very quickly, run off a couple. I mean, Canes against Liverpool and Arsenal were both peachy. Yeah. They were yeah. gorgeous. I mean, we cannot. We all. It's almost literally um, obvious. Ali's goal against Palace was was. Uh, yes. Unbelievable. Um, a couple here that you might not have expected me to say. Uh, I say a couple. Uh, Ericsson's uh, second free kick against Swansea. And, oh. and uh, yeah. And particularly because <laughs> it came off the back of the first one as well. And it was a difficult yes. game. Uh, and then yes. a weird one I'm going to say here as well is it's all three against Aston Villa. Dembele, Ali, and Keynes were all gorgeous. Mm. Just gorgeous. It was like the team was clicking. It was. L- liquid football but but you might not expect this but my favourite goal of the season was Lamella's the fourth goal against Man City it was when we launched it was when the rocket took off it was he made them that that beautiful ball from NG and he made the defender and the goalkeeper look like children and he coolly put it away and and it was then we kind of went we're on journey here and that was it's what that goal meant that moment we're on a journey here. Lamella's not that bad after all. The team's clicking. Um, we're going exciting places and we've destroyed the league leaders. Um, obviously, I could talk about Lamella's goal against Manchester United as well, just simply because of the commentary. It was amazing. And it was, it was a good, good, <laughs> good flying move. <laughs> but that was, that, that's mine. In the end, you asked me to you push me for one. Yeah. Uh, I would say Lamella, the fourth goal against City. Okay, in that um, destruction. I'm going to be very predictable yeah. and just say the the, the Deli Alley goal. Um, just everything about it, the, the technique, the execution, and then the uh, the euphoria afterwards. You you know you just oh, can't you. believe what you've seen. I think that's that 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 was special. Um, okay, final couple of questions or a couple of things that I, I want to go through very quickly. So, um, what would be your favourite 
moment of the season. So this could be um, it could be a match that you've watched or attended, or it could be an experience around watching a match. So I'm going to start off, um, and I'm going to I'm going to do America, and I'm going to give you multiple answers um, <laughs> um, because. So okay, so I've I've watched a lot of matches this. I'm, I'm not going to well okay. So I've watched a lot 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 of matches this season. Um, at home, the, the the standout game for me at home was the West Ham match. We won four four one, and the atmosphere was fantastic that day. And then the Spurs fan singing um, "Your Shit" to the tune of "Hey Jude" um, will, will forever um, be in uh, my memory. Um, I've, I've I've done a few away matches. Um, the, the standout ones were Stoke. The performance was fantastic that n- night. Um, it's a bit scary when you think about it that. that Stoke performance on the 18th of April. That was our last win of this season. Sure. Oh, um, oh. And, oh, well, thanks, was, Jeb. To make life quicker for you, Jeb, before you carry on, that, on. that was going to be my my moment. I mean, apart from, as I said, the Man City home and away results were quite special. And listening to uh, you guys speak uh, live as you were leaving the stadium and that little clip that you did was beautiful. Was... But for me... The Stoke, the Stoke away game, that buzz, and the fact that it's it felt like a home game. The crowd was so mm. impressive. It was it was, yeah. it was spine tingling. It was amazing, and it was like we can fucking do this. The performance, the performance, the goals yeah. were good. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, performance. That's uh, fine. Makes it life easier. Um, oh. A few other away games. Um, Man City away. That was really special. And you you um, mentioned the after the game when when Nikki was hosting the podcast, and I and I called her up, um, and that was. Um, I, I was just on cloud nine after that, um, and um, a Norwich away, which was which was week before. That was one of the first times yeah. that, that Pochettino, that the particularly first half performance was really good. And then at the end of the game, I think that was one of the first times that Pochettino came over to the away fans. Um, and I mean, the players always do that, but, but Pochettino himself came over, and that that was really special. And then, sort of outside of general matches, um, I would just say. Just having the opportunity over the course of the season to watch football with people, with lots of different people, um, and and share that experience. And and now that's been lots of people that I've already had met or knew, um, some new faces and new friends along the way, um, some people that um, you know friendships have been sort of forged, and 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 you know, and that could be up and down, travelling up and down the country, or it could be at home. And of course, you know, way back in August, Nikki. Back in whenever it was when we played Leicester away, and and yeah. I was lucky and fortunate enough to to watch um, the Leicester match um, in Nikki's home with herself and her partner Paul um, and and his brother Dean and, and and their wife, and that that to me was just a beautiful experience to 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 have that opportunity to watch a game with good folk um, and to share that experience. You know that's. What following Tottenham is 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 fantastic. You know, it's it, it's a really good f- feeling. But when you get to share that experience with other people, with like-minded people, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, they are my so fa- they are my favourite moments that of the season. They, you just you summed it up, Jeff. Watching it with like-minded people is a beautiful thing, and that is what for me Johannesburg Spurs is all about. Every single game, whether we have been 70 people, 40 people, 12 people who only showed up for a Europa game during the week, you know, eight people, I don't care how many we were, 
but it's every single one of those matches and watching them and watching watching the group grow and not only that okay I mean I know that there's quite a lot of rivalry between clubs etc overseas but here uh, you've got a, you've got oh, clearly you've got a few of the mobs still around but Within the Joburg Spurs groups, they've got friends who are Liverpool supporters, Arsenal supporters, Chelsea supporters, Man U supporters. Um, and these these friends come along with the members and they will sit, not just, oh, okay, so we're playing Arsenal or, oh, we're playing Liverpool. It, it's not even about that. They will come. There's, there's a guy who's a Southampton supporter and he has been to more Spurs matchday socials than some Spurs members have been because he just loves watching us play. He loves football. He loves Saints. Spurs is his second team. So he's there all the time. And for me, that's what makes it special is the, the camaraderie with people who aren't even Spurs supporters who come and join us for the match day socials. That's, that's something that I've been saying as well. The, 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 the sort of thing that I've been saying yes, yes. is groundswell. There's groundswell of people generally saying, and the general attitude is, you know, oh, Leicester deserved it. And I, I, I beg to differ. But, um, you know, Leicester was mm. great. But, you know, you guys played the sexiest, most exciting football. And, and yeah. people will be watching us. People will be watching us and scrutinizing us and, and expecting us to produce the same stuff. And when I say us, I don't just mean the team. I mean the fans. We, I, yeah. I've said it before and I say it frequently on the Facebook group, we have extraordinary away support. And I want to I wanna sort of give my shout out and my, and my kudos and, and, and thumbs up for whatever it's worth. You know, on award, I don't care. You guys who travel tirelessly up and down the country um, in that wet Wednesday night on, at, at Stoke, you out sing and out cheer and out shout at anybody else. And you're phenomenal. Keep doing it. Keep pushing that that ball over that line, because it, it it gives it, us us expats who have to watch most of it on on, on a, a dodgy feed. It gives us a tingle and it makes us feel mm -hmm. part of something. And yeah. if, I, if that's the best thing about this season, just hearing our home support start to match that kind of a waste support which we've always had. Okay, final. Come on, you Spurs. Here, here. <laughs> final final question, and then I'm going to wrap it up. Um, so, David Fornell asks, looking at looking ahead to next season, what would constitute a good season next season? Nikki? Well, obviously, we've got to be in the running to try and win the league. But I, I think for me, um, it would be to get more consistent results, that we can play more consistently and we can, we can get, grind out the results, not go to sleep, you know, play for the full 95 minutes and, and want it more. You know, we, we got a lot of draws this season. And I think for me, if we could turn that around into more wins, and you know what, even if they won no wins um, on the odd occasion, I don't mind. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's just to, to, to come out of the gates really early on and fight from day one. Put our stamp on the season from day one we've got to be right up there and we've got to be in contention and everybody around us must be shivering in their boots and we're going to fuck them up with cold difference again and we are going to win <laughs> <laughs> Merrick I, I, to be honest uh, yes I'd like to see some self-aware of course it's been a long time and I, and I want to enjoy it I want to see the FA Cup where it belongs at White Hart Lane yeah. I want to see something to, 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 to say goodbye to the old White Hart Lane 
you know, not like uh, West Ham ripping up their own seats and attacking a bus. I want us to have some class and, and have some silverware to be paraded around the end of the season. That would be nice. But really, in the at the end, what I want is more of what I've experienced this season. I want people. I want if I wear a Spurs shirt walking down the road, I want people to come up to me and go, "Good team, like players, good attack." Lovely to watch. Yeah, I, I yeah. want people to notice that what we are. I all you've heard me say it before. I always and, and Nikki mentioned the dreaded one nil grinding out results. We want to be entertained. We want to be entertained. We want to. We and, and do you know what? We've had that in spades this season. Yeah, we have. We have. Babe. We have been shown beautiful football. We, we we often joke about when things go a bit maudlin and go wrong. We've got our Tottenham back. No, we've got our Tottenham back. We've got our Tottenham back. We're playing football. We're playing sexy football. We're playing with passion and determination. We're terrifying our rivals. People are literally looking at us and quaking. And yes, Javad, the golden line can still be on our shoulder as we start to knock down the old stadium and look towards the new. We can do it. We're the Spurs. Do, do you know We're what? the Spurs. B- before this season... Before any season, I would have, of course, loved us to, to, to win a league title. But it, it would be beyond my wild, wildest dreams. It would be just, it would be something that maybe, maybe one day we could. Aspire. But Leicester have done it now. Leicester have done Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But it, it was one of those things that maybe one day we could aspire to. And if you'd asked me if, you know, if you asked me last season, I would have said, well, you know, I'd like, to, like us to maybe win a cup and maybe the FA Cup and then progress on this season. And, and that's still true. Of course, I'd, I'd love us to win a cup and, and, and progress has to be continuing that progression is important. And But but now we've, we've got a taste for it. So I, for me, I, I really want us to win the league. I want that golden that golden line on the shoulder. Um, but as Nicky said earlier, I think it, it's about being in contention, really. That's important, yep. I think. Uh, and, and as well, you we said, have to come out. We have to come out the traps. We have to come out the traps. We don't have. We don't want to be in the situation where we're chasing something no, at the end of the season no, where the pressure sure, is building. Sure, we but, want to do it where we're laying down a marker. But, but we're yeah. going we're, we're, we're to make. Hopefully, we're going to we're going to progress and push on from, from from next season. Yes, we want everything that we've had this season. We want more of the same, but we want a bit more, and we want to be in contention. Um, for me personally, what would constitute though a good good a good season? All of that. But also, I think, what's the date today? It's May the, something around the May the 18th. So this time next year, approximately, give or take, I want us to win the Champions League, right? If Leicester City can, can, can have their <laughs> fucking fairy tale and, 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 win, and win the league. But I want us to get to the final and win the Champions League. In fact, we're going to do it. I've made this prediction now. We're going to go all the way. We're going to win the Champions League and we're going to beat Leicester City in the final. So that's... That, 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 and I won't rest until we do that. Um, right. Okay, before before we wrap things up, um, Merrick, a few weeks ago um, we spoke about. I don't know how much of this we, we want to reveal, but was well, it? Do we want to go truly to yeah you know, the heart of darkness and, no, and talk no, about ma- this? Ma- <laughs> maybe not. Maybe 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 not. We we can save that for another day. Um, but you you've kindly put together um, a a song, um, a version of "Perfect" by Third Ground Attraction, which you've updated with Spurs lyrics. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I, I... We talked. We talked a few weeks back um, off camera. Uh, we talked about something at the end of the uh, the, the season to sort of. It's uh, a little gift, actually, to say. Look, look. Don't get me wrong. I know that you know some Spurs fans in the past have done a couple of songs in a video, and people have uh, lampooned it and lambasted it. But I, I haven't done this in any kind of sense of seriousness or public exposure, or to be go out to the grand wide world. This is just 
a little gift to the, the people that we chat with regularly on the Facebook group. The people who, you know, the people who've gone up and down. The people we talk about, we talk about the game with. It's just to say, we we wanted to find a song that kind of captured the essence, and um, I've just put it together with. Um, some some clips of commentary of goals and moments over the season just as a little thank you this is our season um loved going through it with you guys even remotely and let's move on to better it's got to be perfect it's got we want to be perfect we're going to get better very briefly and as someone that has not caught on in our conversation this evening while i was editing editing this together and i had to download and work with a lot of commentary tracks i did notice but so many of our goals, the commentary starts with Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really does. You download these clips. I download these clips from YouTube to just the audio so I don't see the pitch and I strip it out and I take the goals. And the, the clip always seems to come start with the word Ericsson. Um, he is an unsung hero. He really is. Um, he it's, is, it's, yeah. It's, it's been a wonderful year. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've loved it. I'll even forgive the heritage sash. Um, I'm looking forward to next year. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. I I, I know. I, I'm more. I'm more enthusiastic now. But after um, after talking to you guys, um, the, the Newcastle results gone. Let's just yeah. bring bring it on. It's going to be perfect. It's, it's going to be perfect. Nikki, final few few words from you before before we close the pod. All I can say is. Um, it's it's just been an incredible season for so many reasons for for our Tottenham, um, for the supporters. Oh God, I sound like Pochettino. <laughs> I've been listening to him too much. For our families. <laughs> for our families, it's just it's just there's so much to, to look forward to, and and I feel exactly the same way, Merrick. Uh, you know, I was I was sitting earlier thinking about, okay, so it's the end of the season and. Um, I've still got inquiries coming in for Johannesburg Spurs. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, you've got to keep this momentum going because I don't want people to to think we're not going anywhere. You know, I'm, I'm such a positive thinker and I'm I'm always thinking, okay, what's the next thing? What can we do that's bigger, that's better than, than what we've done before? And it's Tottenham. Tottenham is going to be bigger and better than what we've ever done before. So watch out. I said it last season, Jav. I said 2016-2017 is going to be when we see what Tottenham are really made of because that's when Pochettino is going to shine and our players are going to shine. You heard it here first, boys and girls. We are going to win next season. Let, let us hope so. Because anyway. I, predicted it, I predicted it last season. <laughs> well, remember, remember there is that phrase, you know, when, it, when we look back at the Chelsea game and uh, Man City in the semi-final against Real Madrid, what would you rather your team did? Go out of a whimper? or get dragged down screaming, kicking and fighting. And that's what we've done this season. And next season, we won't get fooled again. And next season, no. and next season, it will be our final season at White Hart Lane. So hopefully we'll, it will, we will go out in style. Exactly. Um, right. Um, let me just... Well, firstly, thank you, Merrick. Um, for, no, thank you, man. For, for, for joining us tonight. Nikki. I, I, am, I am looking forward to... By the way, I, I've told you, Javid, in private, I'm looking forward to trying a range uh, to get over... Uh, for a couple of a couple of home games next season to say goodbye to White Hat Lane and to meet some people in person. Um, so let's get on and organise that. I want to uh, to come and, and come and say goodbye to the stadium as well. I'm coming over September, October, Merrick. I'll let you know my dates as soon as the fixtures are out. You're coming oh, over when yeah. I'm there. All right. No, All right. it's 
non-negotiable. Make sure the Irish centre's got red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Merrick, look, really looking forward to, to meeting you, hopefully next season. And, and Nikki, it's, it's been too long, so hopefully... Um, I know. It's almost been a year. Right. Um, I'm not seeing you in July. Uh, we'll talk about I'm that not off Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's, it's still... It's still um, Get your diaries out, ladies. Still need to sort things out. Um, Right, Merrick, thank you. Nikki, as always, thank you for everything this season. Thank you for um, all the work that you've done with the website and um, all the all the times you've appeared on on the pod. And then, particularly, um, you've you've hosted the pod now on presented it on three occasions in my absence. Um, which um, I mean, two of which the last two um, I was coming back from Man City and, and Villa Park, um, and you and you did yeah. it all, all on your own. Um, so thank you for everything. Um, thank you to all our listeners. Well, thank you, sorry, to everybody who's taken part in the podcast this season, to all, all our guests um, and everybody who's appeared, and of course, thank you to thank you to all our listeners. And closing at clo- closing. Do, hang on, hang on, on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I interrupt us as Nikki to say uh, we all want to say thank you to you too, man? Exactly. Uh, well done. Uh, you know, well done. He, he doesn't give you a chance to thank him because no, he's he never just does. So, no, he's so magnanimous. So he just, you know, he just he kind of wants to disappear. But David, really, I mean, this podcast wouldn't exist without you. So thank you for putting it together. Thank you for all your hard work that goes into it. Every it wasn't. It, it wasn't quite born out of a racist gangbang, but it wasn't far off. And, and look, <laughs> <laughs> and look how far we have come. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 exactly. It's, it's an honour to watch it to watch it grow. Uh, and you, you've been you've been wonderful at the helm. And 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 Nikki's right. It wouldn't exist without you. So you know, Absolutely. before before we all disappear up our own asses. Congratulations and well done to you too. Is that is that disappearing up our own asses? Is that another euphemism for um, what what shall we do with our summer without any football and Spurs? <laughs> right, <laughs> the Euros. It's literally going to be like watching Spurs. Ooh, they've got, they've got white shorts, so like, we, under floodlights. I'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Five England players. Um, we, we didn't mention that, but anyway, hey ho. Um, right. No, thank you, thank you, thank you both for 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 your warm for your warm words. Um, thank you um, to all our listeners. And closing it, closing us out on the pod. Um, here is perfect, written by performed by Merrick. Not written, not written by not me. Not written. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, performed by Merrick. Well, you've adapted performed. the lyrics. You have adapted the lyrics. So, oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll right. take that. So, uh, it's it's an interpretation. It's an interpretation. Here is um, perfect. And on my oh, good night, as ever. Great skill. Oh, what a goal! Life is too short to place it again. They promised the share, they won't do that again. It's gonna be a perfect. It's gonna be a perfect year. Too many people want us to come second best, but we won't take anything less. Next year will be a perfect. Young teams are foolish, they make such mistakes, 
sad now but this is a good feeling it's a feeling that we need to to feel and um, for the future we are the younger squad in the Premier League and I think that we are in a position that is um, um, it's a fantastic young teams are foolish they make such mistakes but we have added investment So many people wanna put us to the test But we're gonna be the best It's gonna be, yeah It's gonna be, yeah It's gonna be, Είναι 